All right. Tried to go live a minute ago, and it said it was having problems with my stream. Not quite sure what was going on there. Thought I was being shadow banned for a second there. Okay. This is Orion Rising News, and my camera's slightly out of whack here. Don't like that. There we go. Still out of whack. Whatever, it's going to work. Okay. This is Orion Rising News. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. Okay. Check it out. I'm going to start out with a, a, some information about the coronavirus that nobody has been talking about, and there's a reason for that, right? And then I'm going to get into uh, what's going on with Facebook. Actually, I'll just tell you that real quick. I don't need to read any of that information to you. I, I read the article, but as of today, Tuesday, September, no, October 6th, 2020, Mark Zuckerberg has decided that every single group or page that is linked to Q and QAnon will be deleted off of Facebook because, and I quote, I should read it from from the, the thing there, because they keep talking about crazy conspiracy theories and moreover call for acts of violence. You know, I keep hearing this in the news that there's this Q act of violence call and these white supremacists premise acts of violence calls and how they're doing all these things and destroying things, but yet there's no film footage of it. Yet there's all this film footage of Antifa and Black Lives Matter destroying, burning, bombing, looting, pillaging, blowing up police stations and police cars, throwing Molotov cocktails, and the media trying to cover that up. by saying, oh, no, they're mostly... Peaceful protests while a car explodes and flames behind them, and they move the camera quickly out of the way so you can't see that, but they got caught because it was live. I keep seeing, they keep talking about this. There's just, you know, this hideous, scary me, neo-Nazi showing up and coming out. Even Joe Biden is nasty, snarling, drooling, fanged neo-Nazis coming out of the bushes and, and just screaming obscenities. And when I saw that video, it, there was some neo-Nazis. I agree with you. And those people should be slapped around and bitch slapped and put in a hole somewhere. But they were just marching in a straight line. They didn't have baseball bats. They didn't have hoods over their faces. They didn't have uh, Molotov cocktails and rocks and things. They weren't throwing things at people. They weren't burning buildings. They weren't catching cars on fires. They weren't looting. They weren't pillaging. But they need to go. I agree with that. You know, Nazi, Nazism. It's fascism. So I don't understand why. Uh, Antifa is acting in a way that they claim they're defending against. They're doing exactly what the Nazis did, the neo-Nazis did, the brown shirts in Nazi Germany. They claim they're anti-fascism, yet they're hearkening to fascism to bring in fascism. Everything that they're doing is mirroring the Nazi SS before they became the SS, when they were the brown shirts. Then they became the Secret Service, of the newly formed Nazi fascist government. Antifa, supposedly a freedom bunch of people, are burning, looting, pillaging, attacking people, beating people. They're doing all the, same, the exact same things the brown shirts did. And the funny thing about that is the ones that they're catching are white teenage women mostly. About 85% are white teenage women between the age of 18 and 22. There's a few men in there, too. I, I just got to have to point this out, guys. I haven't seen a single 
African-American Antifa person that's got caught for anything. Period. Okay? So Black Lives Matter, you guys need to be a little bit more on the ball because they're making you look bad. These are a bunch of white people who you should say are the neo-Nazi white supremacists because I don't find any so far of everything that I've seen. I'm being honest now, guys. Okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to say that Antifa is a bunch of black people running around burning things. A lot of people are trying to say that. I haven't seen any. Every single mugshot I've seen from every single Antifa person that's been arrested has been what looks like rich, entitled white kids who are pissed off. Ivy League kids who have been brainwashed in the schools. White kids. No Chinese, no Indians, no Mexicans, no black people, white people. Now, I'm not saying there can't be any of these people out there. What I'm saying is that maybe they're smarter than white people, and they get the fuck out of there before the cops arrest them. However, maybe not. So the ones that are getting arrested, guys, this Antifa people that are getting arrested, it's not the ones that I see on camera looting and pillaging, because I do see people on camera that are black doing that. Yet the, the ones that get busted and go to jail are white people. I don't know what's going on with that. Like I said, white people are stupid, and you know, black people say that all the time. For comedians say that you know, calamity goes, and... They run with the herd. I don't know what they're doing, but they're getting, they're all going this way. That means whatever's bad is down there. So they run this way. White people turn and go, what's going on down there? Because we're stupid. We do that. All right. Better go see what's going on down there. Okay. While well, they run with the herd to go to safety. <laughs> Smart ones getting away. <laughs> right. Tell white people going down there and getting beat over the head and the cops are arresting them. But the point is, that's what's going on. Now, Antifa is clearly a fascist organization. If you have, look up the word fascism and then look up the brown shirts of Nazi Germany and see what they did when they became Nazis and then they all became the Nazi Secret Service, the SS. Okay, so you got all that going on. I don't see anybody. And then here's the thing. If those guys really were what they claim, why aren't they embracing the neo-Nazis? Why aren't the neo-Nazis embracing them as brothers in the fight for against fascism? But they're not. That's weird, right? Isn't that bizarre? I mean, they're claiming they're anti-fascism and, and neo-Nazis. They're, they're not really for fascists. They just don't like all races now. That's what that's about. That's just a, a hate a bunch of, of fuck nuts, pardon my language, that are, you know, uh, we hate all races. And most of them are inbred with other races like, like Hitler was. Hitler hated the Jews. You know, he was half Jewish. Look it up. I'm not making shit up. Okay, he was half Jewish. He hated the Jews, tried to eradicate them from the face of the earth, and he was half Jew, and he called the German people the, you know, the, the super race. And he was only half. By his own standards, his ass should have been put in a fucking uh, uh, concentration camp and, and burned in one of those fucking uh, furnaces. I'm just saying. I read his book, Mein Kampf. That means my struggle, by the way, for those of you who don't know German. I owned that book when I was 25. Read it and went, that man is fucking insane. He was insane when he wrote it, and he was worse when he got out. Okay, so now we have Mark Zuckerberg, first of all, Zuckerberg, a Jew, right? I mean, I'm not trying to be racist, but he's Jewish, right? I'm Irish, but he's Zuckerberg. That's not an Irish name. That's not an Indian name, right? So he's trying to not go after, he's going after the QAnons because they're talking about a conspiracy theory about cannibalism and Satanism and the rich and the elite. But not getting rid of Antifa, who are, in fact, burning and calling for attacks against white people. But they stopped doing that because the white people kept getting caught. Wait, wait a minute. Some of the white people were on our side. Well, let's use them. Put them in there and tell them to go out and burn shit. And they are. Right? So that's a crazy ideology. You know, oh, that's just a, an idea, Joe Biden says. No, nothing else. Well, wait a minute. Then who's burning and pillaging? 
they're not pretending to be uh, Antifa because Antifa would say those people aren't us. They're not. They're not out there going, those people ain't us. Everybody in Hollywood's bailing them all out, which means they acknowledge they're Antifa. Okay? <clears throat> so how can there be a race war? How can there be a race war going on when the white people are doing the, the, the burning and the pillaging on behalf of the black people? They're not hurting any black people. So how can there be a race war, guys? It's a race war that's going on. So they're trying to tell you that's what Black Lives Matter that's all about. It's a race war. White people killing black people, and that's out of control. So now what? White people are burning down everything and claiming to be helping the black people. That's an oxymoron if I ever fucking heard one. Okay. So let's get away from that. And, yeah, you know, it's Orion Rising News. That means it's going to be politics. So if you heard that and you're in here for you thinking we're going to talk about religion or philosophical stuff, that's strike two. One more strike, and the Johnsons get a chance to steal. That's from Family Feud, if any of you guys watch that. You're old enough. It's on the air still. It's got Steve Harvey running it. It's funnier now than it ever has been because Steve Harvey's a funny man. Love every show he has anything to do with. Okay. So now I'm looking up my board here because I have everything open on my uh, screen up here. And I'll probably be sharing the screen some of this stuff with you just so you can see how heavily redacted. We'll get into that in a minute. Okay, now, COVID-19. Okay, everybody's been been like afraid of what's going on, and people like me are trying to tell you that it is deadly. Is it deadly? Yeah, it is, but it's it's not any more deadly than anything. Well, okay, just a little bit. The regular flu is like 1%, and that, and that 1% is 99%, 99.99999% made up of the same category of people that, that are worried about or should be worried about COVID-19 or coronavirus giving you COVID-19. And, okay, and here's the, truth of <clears throat> here's the truth of what they're trying to hide from you. Because <clears throat> they don't want to scare you across the board because what they, what they use as the vernacular, they say that they get, you get COVID-19 and that's what kills you and that's not um, 100% accurate, Okay. But here's the scary part, because you don't know this, and this is a common place, it's a common thing that happens, but the words that they use is now synonymous with something like, like the swastika is synonymous with the Nazi party, even though that, that symbol is not an evil symbol, it's actually a, a warding off of evil symbol that has been on this planet for more than 100,000 years with the Hindu religion. But because the Germans used it during World War II, it's now a symbol of evil. And if you try to use it as a symbol of good, people see it as a symbol of evil. Kind of like, but not quite, because this is far worse with the Nazi uh, symbol. But the uh, pentacle, which is the five-pointed star with the circle around it, but the star is pointing upward, not downward. So your top is pointing up and not down. And they choose the pentagram, which was the opposite version. And most people in science don't see the difference between the two, and they call it like pentagram, uh, um, um, you know, what, Ursa or Minor, trying to say upper or lower, and that's it's not, because one is a pentacle and the other is a pentagram. But they're going by penta, meaning five, and then they're saying pentacle doesn't exist, but pentagram does. And that's completely untrue. Ask the people who invented it in the religion. Okay? So the pentacle is the five-pointed star with a star pointing up with a circle around it, which is ward off evil. It actually means a lot of other things. All positive, by the way. And then the Satanist just flipped it upside down and, and said, oh, look, the goat head fits in here. We can use the Bahamut, Baphomet, 
as our devil, which it's not, that's not the devil. So if you're a worshiper of devil, you're not you're of the devil. The devil doesn't look like Baphomet or Bahamut. Depends on where you're from and how you say that. Potato, tomato, right? Love that, right? Instead of potato, potato, tomato, tomato, I just went potato, tomato, right? Did you catch that? Okay. So they turned that over to be evil. Then they took the cross, right? The symbol of where Jesus was crucified, crucified on it and flipped that upside down. Okay, and use the evil satanic cross. And that's the evil satanic uh, cross with the goatee head again now where the beard points at the bottom and the ears go out the sides and the horns go up to the top. Okay, but that but see, now some people will see the pentacle and think, oh, that's evil, but they won't look at the cross upright and go, oh, that's evil, because they're Christian. They see the cross every Sunday. Do you understand that? Okay. So here's the reason I said that is because I wanted to tell you this. What happens to you when you get pneumonia, when you get uh, a, a, some, you know, the flu, yet you have all your autoimmune compromised? What does that mean? Okay. That means I have autoimmune deficiencies. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. You have what? See, that's, that's where they stop. They don't, they, they, they don't give you the rest of what's happening in your body right there because that scares you because you've been told that that's what kills you if you have HIV. Wait, what? Well, that's AIDS. Well, no, no, HIV is not AIDS. HIV is a, is a disease that you get that overwhelms your immune system. And when your immune system is overwhelmed by something that you're fighting off, it's called an immune deficiency, right? Or autoimmune deficiency syndrome, AIDS, A-I-D-S, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. That is what happens when your body gets overwhelmed by trying to fight something off that it can't. And that's what you have. So I have COPD. So that means I have AIDS. But it's not the AIDS that you think of as HIV because they got you convinced that HIV gives you AIDS and that AIDS means you have HIV. So therefore, that's how you, you put it together in your brain. So they can't tell you you have AIDS when you have a lung problem or a heart problem because in your brain, wait a minute, that's only people who have HIV get that. No. The autoimmune deficiency syndrome is what happens when your immune system is overwhelmed by something and you die from that. Do you understand? I have COPD. Also, I have, uh, 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 I'm type 2 diabetic. And I have asthma. Three things. So I'm autoimmune compromised. See, they try to say that because, uh, because they don't want it to sound like I have autoimmune deficiency syndrome, but I do. <laughs> I have three things that, are, that my body is fighting against that I can't overcome that someday I may die from. And if and that means that I'm susceptible to catching a cold or any virus that goes mental on me and goes viral on me, my body can't fight it off and I die. That's called a autoimmune deficiency syndrome. So when you get the coronavirus, if you're immunocompromised, if you have AIDS, see this, call it what it is. You don't have it because you had HIV. You have it because your immune system is autoimmune compromised. You have an autoimmune deficiency. Your immune system is compromised, and therefore you're at a higher risk because your immune system can be overwhelmed because it's already tired because it's trying to fight against diseases. Do you understand? Now, why, how does that like compare to anything? Okay, if you don't have anything wrong with your body, the chances of you dying, getting AIDS from from uh, uh, COVID-19 or getting the coronavirus turning into an autoimmune deficiency syndrome and you're dying, 
are really, 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 really low. Like 0.001% or something like that. Okay? That's the truth. Now, can you contract it? Yeah, it's a flu virus. <laughs> yes, you can get it. But your mortality rate, the chances of you dying, are about the same as you dying from a cold, unless you have this. Any other kind of uh, heart congenital heart disease, cancer, anything that is autoimmune deficient, making your body autoimmune deficient. Those people have the same number. Do you understand? The same number, the same uh, percentage. I have the same percentage of dying from, uh, from flu, uh, influenza A, influenza B. The same percentage of that killing me as coronavirus. Same percentage. Coronavirus might be a little bit higher, not much. They're not telling you all that. <clears throat> it's starting to come out, especially since the World Health Organization a week ago okay, came out and said that they now realize that people who are asymptomatic are not contagious. Now, what does that mean? Let's talk about that because they don't tell you that. We have this growing number of cases in the United States, and every time they get a case, it's like it's forever. Okay? Now, they talked about today and yesterday on the news when Donald Trump was leaving that all, all the doctors over there at Walter Reed and the doctor who, was, who had the White House insignia on was the head doctor for the White House. <coughs> Now, they had said, and on almost every news agency, that, that COVID is not, is not, hear that word, not, that, that it is not mor uh, uh, morphing, okay? So it is staying the same virus, which means if it is not recreating itself and transmuting into a new virus, <coughs> once you have this, the virus and you have the antibodies for it, you're immune, You'll never get it again. That's how it works in nature. But they won't tell you that. They're like, well, we don't know. You could get it again. Because they're hoping it's going to start mutating. And it hasn't really mutated. I heard that it had. At first I heard that it did not. And then I heard that it did mutate. And now I'm hearing that it's not mutating. Now, the, what I heard was from doctors who are the ones making policy in the last couple of days. So it's not mutating, which means if you get it, you're immune to it. So all those 6 million people on the planet... They tested positive. Okay, how long does it, when you get it, is it like forever? That's what they have you thinking, that when you get it, you're infected, and you're currently infected, and you're infected forever, but you're not. So the number of recovered is way wrong, because there's not like, oh, you know, currently they, what do we have over here in America? I don't even know what the number is now. Let's say we have, I think it was 6 million on the planet, so we have what, a couple million here that have it? There's not currently 2 million people in the United States that are still fighting that virus off. There isn't. Okay, why do you why do you say that is Leo? Well, the, the, then if that were the case, then how come after 15 days you test negative, you're okay to go back out into your life? That means because you're over it, you don't have it anymore. And this is the most important thing that they're not telling you, but they they came out. If you watched any of the news reports when they were talking to the doctors at Walter Reed yesterday, they actually came out and said, said it verbally to the planet. Go back and watch the tapes on any news agency that played it. The time that you're contagious is the first three to five days and sometimes seven. These are why we have the numbers of 15. Sometimes seven, so they extend it out to 10 to be safe because that means that we don't know where we found you in the whole you were contagious thing. 
So if you start feeling bad, you're contagious. But how, how long have you been contagious? Is it because you contracted the virus a week ago and it's just now active in your system? Because it takes 7 to 10 days to incubate. They said that before. That's why 15 days. Do you understand that? So if you, if you have it, you, you, you got it from somebody 7 to 10 days ago, more than likely. All right? That's why they want to do this, this tracing where you were at certain times to find out where you were and who you were exposed to 7 to 10 days ago. Okay? Now, you got it. It incubated. But you while it was incubating, you're not contagious <clears throat> until your body starts what they call shedding it. Okay? That's when your body's starting to fight it off and you have a temperature and now your body's shedding the virus because your body is starting to fight the virus and the virus is running for its life. It's trying to jump to other bodies to survive. Okay? After that time period, your body is, has now built up enough immunities to where it's fighting it off unless you're autoimmune compromised. And then you start going downhill, but you're not contagious after a certain time because your body's still fighting it. You don't stay contagious until the day, the day you die. Chances are you do, though, for most people because they die within the first 10 days. Three to seven days, they die. Okay? They get it, and they die quick. That's because they're immune compromised. Now, if you get past those, those stages, they recover. Sometimes it takes a longer because they were so down and so immune compromised that they were in trouble now, and they have other problems that they're still trying to, to beef up, and they, you know, they survive. So if you survive, you survive. Most of the people were so bad off, and the way that they worked on them in the hospital, we don't need to get into that. You can watch my videos where they intubate you, and they put you on all kinds of medicine. Your body just slips away, and you die. Because you can't fight it off because they make sure you can't. By trying to say, well, we got to put them in a coma and you got to intubate and they blow your lungs out and we don't even need to go there right now. I already have those videos to show you the insider information on that. So everybody's freaking out about, you know, Donald Trump. Well, he got it. He was tested. He went into the hospital. They found out where he was in the, in the contagious portion and they gave him medicine that stopped the contagious portion. Okay. They even talked about that and showed you the different medicines that they gave him, which did include, by the way, zinc and vitamin B and vitamin C. You just have to look at what they're using instead of saying, uh, you know, citric acid. They're, they're using folic acid, which is another form of vitamin C, and vitamin B. Well, folic acid is B. So they're giving him vitamin B, vitamin D, zinc. That stuff stops the virus from infiltrating your lungs and expanding in your lungs. They showed that. If you watch Dr. Oz today, being Tuesday, Dr. Oz showed that. So all the things that they did there, by the way, I'm going to say the, the evil word that's probably going to get me banned on Facebook for saying it. Again, if you look at all of the information that they tell you of everything that it did, that they, the drugs that they did, that they gave to the president, hydroxychloroquine does the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Okay. But they don't want to tell you that. They don't want to say, look, all of these drugs that we're giving you are just different names that were invented by different companies, but they basically do the same thing because that's what they're designed to do. Okay? That's like saying an aspirin is different if it's a different company that made it. Well, it's still aspirin. If I'm, if I'm taking acetaminophen and I have a generic company and they're calling it acetaminophen and I take Tylenol, there's no difference. Tylenol is a company brand name. And what are you getting? Acetaminophen. Do you understand? If I'm taking an ibuprofen and I get something that's the Midol, what's the ingredient? Ibuprofen. Company brand names don't change the chemical composition of what it is. Do you understand? So if you're getting different aspirins and it's done by a different, you know, acetylic acid, 
Acetacylic acid, what is that? Aspirin. <laughs> Look it up, right? So if you name it something different, it doesn't mean that it's not a rose, right? That's a purple rose. Is it the rose family? Yeah. Does it do everything a rose does? Yeah, it just has a slightly colored change to it. That's So we gave it a different name. Do you understand? A crayon is a crayon is a crayon. They just have different colors, but they're all crayons. They all do the same thing. Yeah, but that's purple. That's not hydroxychloroquine. That's blue. Is it a crayon? Yeah. Is it basically wax? And you draw with it? Yeah. It's a crayon. <laughs> it's a crayon. Crown. Depends on who wants you, how you want to say it. Crayon. Okay, so that's my point there. So the, the information, the stuff that they gave him stopped him from being contagious and fought back the, the, the virus. Now he's on the recovery. So he can go home. He's no longer contagious. He's not going to give it to anybody. Okay. He's fighting it and has stuff in his system, so he can't get it again. First of all, you can't do that once you're, once you're fighting something off and you have the upper hand. You don't get reinfected unless you stop taking the medicine and it overwhelms your body. Then they would call that reinfected. As long as he's taking his medicine, he, he's not. And he's not contagious anymore, so he's no longer shedding the virus to other people. He cannot transmit it to other people. If anything, and his body starts making antibodies, antigens, to the coronavirus, he can actually then give that to other people. Herd immunity. Look it up. Okay? So there's that portion of that. So you're only... You're only contagious for three to seven days. So that's why they give you 15 days to make sure that you're over it and you, and you test negative. Okay. That's why we say an incubation period of 15 days and you have to put So in the 15 days, you're going to fight it off. Most people fight it off. You don't hear about it. You have all these guys, 20 guys at the on the football team this weekend. The game was postponed. What, you don't hear them all being invented to the hospital on respiratory uh, in, in being intubated, do you? No, because it's a virus. It's a cold virus. That's all it is to them. They're in great shape. They're football players. You're sick. Get over it. Take a lot of water. Take some aspirin. Eat some food. Make sure you have enough zinc. <laughs> make sure you have, if you start developing respiratory problems, come to the hospital. And that's when they'll make sure they give you the drugs that help stop that stuff in your lungs. Okay? And maybe give you some oxygen. That's the truth of that. So they're, But they're painting it as if... Is if, you know, once you get it, you have it forever. They're not taking any numbers down of recovering, and they're not showing you the recovered numbers. I look it up every single day. They're not, they're not equaling the, the deaths, and then there's this, this large number of a million people more that are tested positive, but there's no recovery. Well, why? They're not dead, are they? Well, then where are they? If they're not dead, they're recovered. They want you to think they still have it. Okay? It's like walking around out on the streets. The only people who need to wear a mask are the fucknut idiots who go outside when they're sick. So they don't transmit it to all of us. Before, they said, well, you, you could get it from people who are asymptomatic, so you wouldn't even know. Well, the, the World Health Organization just threw the kibosh on that last Friday and said, nope, those people are not. Not. N-O-T. Let me raise my voice up a little bit to put my lips out here so you deaf people can see that. Not contagious not shedding the virus to you so only the people who are like oh man it don't feel so good bro yeah i don't know man i think i have a fever dude i think i'll go to work what do you think well wait a minute you, you feel achy you have all the signs of well it's probably just a regular flu dude 
Who cares if it's regular flu, man? I'm just going to go to work, bro. I need the money. I can't stay home. I don't have any medical, bro. That's a lie because everybody was ha- was supposed to be on medical because of, of uh, Obamacare or you'd be fined. So we can't say that anymore. You don't hear them saying, well, some people can't afford to take it off. Wait a minute. Everybody's on medical, aren't they? It's not, it's not done yet. It's not through the courts, so it's not, it's not kiboshed. So everyone still has medical coverage. So if that's the case, stay the fuck home. If you feel sick, stay home. You're contagious. 15 days later, you're going to be fine, or you're going to be dead. Right? If you start having lung issues, get to the emergency room immediately. Dial 911. Don't wait until you go, oh, my God, I think I'm dying, because by then it's too late. If you have lung issues and you're having a hard time breathing, dial 911. It's not too late. You won't die. They can give you this medicine that they have that's out there now for people that will help you. Now, let's go forward. Okay, so that's why that. So you need to not be as fearful of this. So that's why people like out here in California, they've changed the whole dynamic now. Has nothing to do with infectious rate. Has nothing to do with anything. It's testability now. You're not going to get unlocked in the state of California until you test, until you don't have any tests, no one. That's, that, that would never happen. It will never happen. It's a virus. This one has a mutated, so it can happen in the future, but not the way we keep distancing ourselves because herd immunity is not going to come into play until the end of this, uh, this uh, uh, flu season, and they know that because they're keeping everybody away from each other. And as soon as the thing starts ramping up, they're going to lock you down again so they can hope to stretch it out even longer. Okay, so all that's a bullshit line. It's coming out. Don't buy it. Best way of getting over this if you're not autoimmune compromised is to get the goddamn thing. Because then you're going to be spreading antigens to everybody you meet, even if you are fucking socially distancing and you are wearing a mask. You'll, they, they claim, well, that's not good enough. You can still get the virus now. We should be 20 feet apart. Right? But they're not, they're not all of a sudden now backing us up to 20 feet apart, are they? Because they don't care. They want everybody to get it. They need people to get it so that the people still have numbers. But if they're having a hard time denying that only people with autoimmune diseases already are the ones who are hurt. Well, there was a couple of young people. There was two. There was two. We had five million people infected in America, and there was two that we can't prove had autoimmune system problems who were under the age of 47. That means we need to lock down everybody. That's it. Lock everybody down. Oh, no, and we, no, there was a kid. There was one kid. There was one kid. Did he have asthma? I, they, no, he, no, he didn't have anything. No, no, there was one. If there's one, there's a million. We need to lock down. Everybody locked down. We got another case. You got another case. How many cases of flu going on right now? Well, I don't know. We're not reporting those because they're usually onesie twosies. Oh, you mean like coronavirus? Shut up, dude. Will you just shut up, man? Put the T-shirt on a point at it, Democrats. Shut up, man. And I'll put on the mask that says, fuck your feelings. Okay, so now they've changed. They keep changing. And they're saying the the tears are getting longer. Now there's more of them. Well, if you have more than three cases per week, you're in the purple range. That means you have six months at least before you can come out of lockdown. (coughs) If, though, (coughs) you test at the average of the next below you or below that even <coughs> for 14 days will let you drop down one tier. But then you have to consistently test at below that range or below the next range down for another 14 days. Now we're looking at a month before we can drop you down out of that one. 
and now you're midway. Now you have three more to go or two more to go before you come unlocked. So you're going to be at least three months from today before you're going to be unlocked. Uh, and if you have one case, you're back up to the almost to the top. Let that ring. Okay. That's what they do. You know, you had more than three cases. Ah, back into the red. Not quite into the purple. If you have seven or more, it's purple. But three, yeah, we'll put you up in the red. That's all the way back up to the second from the highest tier. Um, yeah, now you get another th- um, two and a half months before you get out. Okay, you know what's going to happen in two months? Flu season's going to start. This is October, man. It may start at the end of this month. The only thing that's going for us in this country, mostly, is it's warmer than normal. That's got to piss them off. It was hotter than it was supposed to be in the summer, and then it got mild, and now it's just warm still. That means that the flu virus is flus are not picking up when they're supposed to. Last year it picked up in October and November, and that was coronavirus. They just didn't know what it was then. Okay? So they're hoping it's going to pick right back up, hopefully before the election so they can go, ah, say, say bad, evil, evil president. Doesn't know what he's doing. Bad, bad, evil. He caused the whole thing. It's his fault. He caused it all. Caused it all by having that evil lockdown when we called him a racist and a xenophobe in January. How dare he do that? Well, how come he didn't do something before then? Well, he heard about it the day before. <laughs> Decided to do a lockdown the next day. How could he have heard about it before that? I don't know, but he should have. Well, everybody did. No one paid attention to it. I heard about it. I heard about it in December. My brother heard about it in September. Okay, and I looked it up. My brother was right. They announced that they had a problem over there in September. When it happened... That was the day the Democrats decided they were going to officially impeach the president, mind you. So the news agencies really didn't give a shit about some flu bug happening in Wuhan, China. They didn't even worry about it when the flu bug over there started killing people by the thousands. And they weren't paying attention to that until December when China came out and said, um, Oopsie, we have a um, problem. We have a problem. And um, it's got out to the whole world by now, and there's nothing you guys can do about it. But we have a problem over here. But don't look over here because we don't have that many people dead. Oh, no, it's not that bad. Forty million cell phone customers had their phones terminated by January in China. I guess they all just decided to go off the grid. Didn't need their cell phones anymore with the app on it that talked about whether or not they were infected. Okay. So that's the end of that portion. So it's it has the same exact characteristics as every common flu, except that it's a little more contagious. But the truth is that the percentage of people who are going to die is the same people per capita that die from all the other flu bugs as it is. So they already know, and they should because their doctors tell them. I know that because my doctors told me. My mom has... Uh, uh, she has COPD. She also has a congenital heart disease. And the doctor tells me the same thing. Quarantine her. Keep her out of the and Put gloves on her or put masks on her. Wash your hands during during the flu season. Get the flu shot. And, you know, that and keep away from people and you guys won't get sick, you know. And so I've been doing that for the four years that I've been taking care of my mother. She has Alzheimer's also. And I'm her caregiver. Okay. And we haven't had the flu at all. And we didn't get the coronavirus either. Although, uh, maybe I should go out and get it and then have my mom, have my, someone take care of my mom for a month and go out and get it so that I have the immunity, so then I give the immunity to my mom. So that she, uh, after that, she's, you know, all my fr- family. 
Okay, so they, they don't tell you that you can, um, once you get it, you won't get it again. Donald Trump kind of alluded to that because he doesn't know for sure. And so he said, who knows, maybe I won't be able to get it again. Right Now, they'll be all over him on that and saying he claimed that he was immune to it, but he, he probably is. Okay, that's the way it works in history. That's the way it works in the universe. That's the way viruses work. Okay, so the disease they keep telling you is COVID-19 is actually AIDS, autoimmune deficiency syndrome. But they didn't want to call it that because that would scare you into thinking, wait, the gay people get that. That's not the, I don't get no AIDS. What the hell? Don't scare me like that. AIDS. Oh, my God. It gives us all AIDS. We're all going to be homos again. What the hell? thought I just got over that. That's why they don't tell you that, because you're not smart enough to look that up. And I've been trying to tell people that nobody listens to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. So now, okay, let's go uh, forward with some juicy declassified documents. They were just declassified today. They're just The news were just starting to hit at 5 o'clock, and here it's 6 now. The news was just starting to hit at 5 o'clock. I was going to go live with lead with that, but they started going live. So I went, well, most people, if they're watching the news, this is going to be something that they've already heard. But I'm going to also probably show you some of this. They're probably showing it on the news. But I'll, I'll read some of what I can because most of it's redacted. Okay? And the first thing, I want to show you a video where one of the congressmen, or the senator, I think he is, uh, he complains about that. He was on, uh, on Maria Bartiromo's show, and it was, I believe, Sunday, this Sunday. And he complains about that because he shows one of the things that he got not from the FBI, and there's hardly any redactions. And then he shows the FBI document, the same one, and it's got 99% of everything is redacted because the FBI is not forthcoming with information. Um, hold on, I have to find out where that is. Here it is here. Okay. So uh, they're not forthcoming with information. They're still trying to stall. And you'll see that as to when I start telling you this stuff. Let me see if I have that window captured someplace. I may not. I don't think I do. Let me, me cal have to capture a window here. Let me get rid of that. Let me capture a window. And that's the one. Let me put that to the screen. I apologize. For those of you who are listening to this on the MP3 file format of the podcast, you're not going you're not seeing any obvious obviously not seeing any uh any visuals. The, so you'll hear the audio but you won't see the videos. Okay, so let me go over here and go full screen and then uh, press play for you, okay? No, I didn't want it to do that. Well, let's see what that's doing for me. Well, that'll work. I didn't want to do what it did there, but it's seeming to work. Let me see here. Oh, no, that's not what I wanted. I hit the wrong button there. I went to the wrong one. That's so let me disagree a little bit with Chairman Graham, where he said he's very pleased with the production out of uh, the FBI. I am not. L let me just give you one example. Here's a document we got from the General Services Administration. You can see that it's an email, and all everything's presented except for the very bottom. They redacted the mobile phone number of the person writing the email. Here's the exact same email we got from the FBI. You see something different here? Everything is redacted. And that, you know, we, we're supposed to get thousands of pages from our... I define the subpoena of the FBI. They are on their second extension. Everything is due by, I think, the 30th of September, and that's the kind of information we get. It's non-information. We have to fight over redacting uh, the same documents that we get uh, from other agencies. So I am not happy at all with the document production we've gotten out of Director Ray and the FBI. Not even close. 
You know what? I'm really glad you put up those documents because I, this is something that I have heard from day one for three plus years. When when Ratcliffe was in Congress, Nunes in Congress, yourself in the Senate, you've been demanding documents to ensure that you understood what took place and they will not get you the documents. They sit on documents and make it incredibly hard for you to prove the point that you know is to be is true, and that is that it was a sham investigation into President Trump, and there's a ton of wrongdoing here. Do you think you're no, going to you get the documents? I mean, is this Christopher Ray? Why is Christopher Ray still in charge of the FBI when he's the, he, he is overseeing these uh, agents sitting on things? His job should be to restore the credibility and integrity of the FBI, and the only way you do that is through exposure. But the other point I have to make, Maria, when we finally do get these classified sections redacted or unredacted when, when, when they become declassified, you look at what information you have and you have to ask yourself the question, what national security interest was at stake here? Why was this ever redacted? The, the answer is almost always because it embarrassed the agency or it embarrassed a powerful person. That is not the reason to, cla to classify information. It's certainly not the reason to keep the truth from the American public. And that's all I've been trying to do is I've been trying to reveal the truth. Another important point to make, you know, yes. I've been accused of yes, peddling Russian disinformation. There is no Russian disinformation in our 87-page report. The press are report on it, and I'm calling on the press. You were duped. You were leaked false information. You should not protect those sources that leaked you false inf information. It should be your journalistic duty to, to yeah. basically tell the American people who provided you false information that resulted in this two- or three-year national yep. nightmare because of the false narratives that you carry the Democrats' right. water on. Do your job, media. Okay, so, oh, no, Leo, here goes those. You're talking about those the crazy dossier thing. And I hope it went up in your full screen, but if it didn't, I apologize for that. Um, so now, oh, no, Leo, you're talking about the crazy conspiracy theory that's, that's unfounded. Okay. So let me go over here and read you. These are declassified documents that were declassified today. Okay, um, and I apologize because they're starting to play a video that I was not wanting to play, so it's loading. So when it does, I will also stop that. And I'm also uh, not showing the screen right now because it's trying to ask me to, to take their cookies at this website, and I don't want their cookies either. Okay, so hold on. It's muted, thank the gods. Where can I turn this off? It's gonna, I can do it in four seconds, so hold on. Now I can close it. Okay, so it'll probably pop back up again. I'll fix it. All right, so declassified memos from the CIA feared Clinton was stirring up false. This is from um, Just the News, and I'm not sure what agency that is, but I don't, uh, you know, you guys could all say it's a hack, but I have the documents. I can show them to you. Um, I might just do that so that you know they're all redacted, like the ones you saw from that guy, but you can still see some of the words. Okay, Director of National Intelligence, John Ratcliffe on Tuesday, that is today, Tuesday, October 6, 2020, declassified two documents showing President Obama, Obama's CIA, uh, 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 President Obama's CIA uh, uh, feared in two, in, in summer of 2016, I apologize, that Hillary Clinton was, quote unquote, stirring up a false Russian collusion narrative to, quote unquote, vilify Donald Trump and distract from her own controversies heading into the election. The memo indicated that the CIA first received the information through the monitoring of Russian sources and deemed it credible 
enough to brief the president, to brief Barack Obama on it in June, or no, I'm sorry, in July of 2016, and to refer to the intelligence to the FBI in September 2016 for possible investigations. The warnings came from FBI, or from the FBI was just starting its crossfire hurricane probe into now dis, uh, disproven Donald Trump collusion aided by the Clinton campaign funded dossier by Christopher Steele. They're likely to bolster the GOP claims that James Comey, FBI, uh, ignored clear evidence that the allegations were a political dirty trick and not evidence of a counterintelligence threat. Per FBI verbal request, CIA provides the below example of information the Crossfire Hurricane Fusion Cell has gleaned to date September 16 or 2016 referral from the agency to the bureau reads and an exchange between names are redacted rediscuss US presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning US presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a means of distracting the public from her use of her private email server, end quote. And I have that document open that shows that information. I'll have to show that to you. You guys are all still seeing me as I'm reading. Huh? I should have put up on the screen. Uh, here, let's go to this document. And you can see that it's mostly redacted. Let me go over here and go to, where is it? There. So on your screen, you can see that it's mostly redacted, but you can see the words that are handwritten here that are not, right? Let me go back over here and move that down a bit. That's just the one page, but I have others as well. Okay, so you don't get to read all of this, and that was one of the ones that was sent um, to, to uh, that the guy showed in the other video where he, it was all redacted. And that the one that he got from another agency was not all redacted, okay? So that's page 5 and page 6. I don't have the other ones readily available, I don't think. Let me see. This might be, this is the additional, this is the beginning of it right here. Director of Federal Intelligence, right? Peter Strzok, Deputy Assistant Director of Operations Branch, okay? And it has subject, you know, redacted crossfire hurricane. Reference none, right? Number one, it tell you know it doesn't say action required. The following information is provided for the exclusive use of our bureau for background investigation or investigative action, or lead purpose as appropriate. Um, please provide a copy of this information to FBI special agent, and this is FBI officer information is redacted, um, and then it says uh, redacted, and then it says uh, restrictions on use. This, this memorandum contains sensitive information that could be the source revealing that it should be handled with particular attention to compartmentalization, right, compartmentation, and uh, need to know to avoid possible uh, uh, compromise of the source, any investigative, uh, I don't know if, what that word is for sure, action, I think. And so it's pretty broke up. You guys can see that. Uh, taken in response to the, the information, classified by name redacted, derived from 
name redacted, classified on, redacted, 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 next page. Redacted, subject, redacted, next word, and then the words crossfire hurricane, then the next uh, sentence, part of the sentence is redacted. Below should be the, the coordination of the advance with Chief Counterintelligence Mission Central Legal, that's C slash C-I-M-C slash L-G-L, legal. Uh, it is, it may not, it may not be used in any legal proceedings, including FISA applications. So they're referring here to the dossier, okay? Without prior approval, nor can it be included in any electronic data study or briefing, or as it's the basis for requirements of any other assistance for source without approval of the chief counterintelligence mission central legal. While the information may be shared with necessary investigative components of our organization, it shall not be released to any form or other organization and CIA components without prior approval from the Chief Counterintelligence Mission Central Legal. Okay. This information may not be uploaded into any any serpent or JWICS based systems. That's that's any of the systems that they're they're saying now to keep them out of the systems that circulate them or that um, that pre-approve them. So they're saying keep this in-house between just those of us who are sending it back and forth to each other. Okay, irrespective of the classification level of the system. Three words redacted per FBI verbal request. CIA provides the below example of information of the Crossfire Hurricane fusion cell has. Glean to date, source revealed, information redacted. Okay. Then you have the, most of the first line here for A is redacted. All you see is where it says an exchange, which is halfway through the sentence. I'm saying this for those people who are on the MP3 file. They can't see this. And then the next words going to the rest of the page is, or the rest of the, you know, the end of, the, of that line are redacted. The next line are redacted three quarters of the way to only one word that's saying discussing. And then it goes on. U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russian hackers hampering U.S. elections as a means to distract the public from uh, her use of a private email server. And then it has redacted. Next line, the whole line is redacted. Next line, half the line is redacted. And then it says, according to open sources, and then it says, it says, Guccifer, uh, G-U-C-C, IFER 2.0 is an is an individual or group of hackers whom US officials believe is tied to Russian intelligence services. Also, per per open sources, Guccifer 2.0 claimed credit for the hacking of the uh, DNC, the Democratic National Committee, uh, the, this year. Then all of B is redacted the entire paragraph. And then it goes down to page two, and uh, the bottom uh, signed is dated as paragraph.